Hi, I'm Simon Thiexton and welcome to the Cooperage at our brewery here in Massam as we celebrate the Thiexton's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. This year's long list contains giants of the genre, best-selling hits and an exciting range of thrilling stories set around the world, proving the remarkable talent and offer in the world of crime fiction. The shortlist is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar because they say a glass of Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. And I'll tell you why when you come to Harrogate for our festival in July. Cheers. Hello, I'm Joe Haddow and this is our series of interviews with the Thigston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award, Long List Ease, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Thigston Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by best-selling author Lucy Foley. Hello. Hi. Hi. Lovely to see you and your beans. <laughs> Thank you. Bit of atmosphere. <laughs> I think it's great. I love that. How are you? Very good. Um, currently working on the next book, uh, hopefully finishing this draft pretty soon. Yeah. Are we a welcome interruption to that or um, could you have done without this? I mean, honestly, this is a particularly welcome interruption, but any interruptions are probably welcome <laughs> at this point. <laughs> sort of and any procrastination. Anything. Just anything. Yeah, anything. Also, you need me to be on hold to a like to to a company. Fine, fine, yeah, I'll take it. Great. Yeah, great. All right, sorry. Music, yeah. <laughs> um, well, congratulations on being uh, longlisted. How did it How did it feel when you heard you'd made the list? Oh, absolutely incredible. I mean, it's such a huge honour because this is the prize, isn't it, in in crime fiction? So, um, yeah. Honestly. We like to think so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the book uh, is the Paris Apartment. This is where you take us, Lucy, into real Paris, as as I called it before, um, far from the touristy sites. Perhaps for those that might be watching who haven't got to this book yet, you could just set up the story. Yes, of course. Well, I think in a way I wanted to sort of have my cake and eat it. So I wanted to have Paris, but I also wanted to have this sort of locked room murder mystery um, going on in this apartment block. So Jess, um, who is really the protagonist of our story, arrives to stay with her brother, Ben, um, uh, in his apartment in Paris. Um, but when she turns up, Ben is missing and she begins to suspect from the behaviour of the other inhabitants of this apartment block, from various slightly sinister clues around his apartment that something rather nasty has happened to him. So she's sort of like our de facto sleuth um, in the novel. De facto sleuth. That's another side project of mine, I think. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's kind of what you do as a writer, I suppose. It makes it sound much more glamorous than it is. <laughs> um, now, when we spoke before about this book, um, we shared that we both have a fascination with, like, houses and property. Um, and I, I remember, I think I remember correctly, that you, because the apartment is such a important part of this novel and character and everything, feel like you had seen something that you based it on? Is that right? Yeah, no, I had. So um, in the days before sort of uh, having babies and COVID and things, I used to, what I would like to do is go on a sort of self-imposed or, you know, a, basically a holiday that I called a writing retreat <laughs> to, work, to work without distractions on the draft of a book. So I was working on the last draft of the guest list, um, 
and I booked myself this apartment in Paris. Um, not quite as glamorous as the apartment building um, in the block, but it was. It did have these wonderful sort of old bones. This building, um, and it had this central courtyard, and I could sort of see people coming and going. Um, sort of high ceilings, um, large windows, very strange noises coming from the apartment up above me. Very late at night, and something heavy being dragged across the floor. It's quite strange. Um, and you know, one of those wonderful sort of twisting, very Parisian staircases where you'll be walking up or down and then suddenly the lights will go off because they're on a sort of energy saving mm. timer thing. And that in itself is quite spooky and all these sort of hidden recesses and things. Um, and I just really wanted to play with all of those different elements, make the building feel like a character in the story. Cause you know, in some of my favorite books, you know, Rosemary's Baby, like the apartment building in that book is I mean, it's the character, really. It's just, it's phenomenal. So, um, yeah. And speaking of sort of inspirations and, and things that you liked before, because one of the things I loved about the book is that sort of rear window esque vibe mm-hmm. to it. And I wondered if that, if that film was a sort of direct inspiration or was it sort of a, a oh, yeah, kind of secondary inspiration? If you know what I mean. Oh, no. I mean, huge direct inspiration. Um, but probably not the only um, Hitchcockian inspiration. Um, I was also really inspired by, um, but not kind of situation. Well, kind of situationally, not in terms of the setting. But um, uh, the Lady Vanishes, um, oh, yeah. which is a pretty early Hitchcock film, obviously. But um, that idea of sort of um, this heroine on her own, not really speaking the language, not really being believed, trying to solve the crime, but with sort of limited resources at her disposal. So that was another big one. But Rear Window was huge. I just, I'm so nosy. <laughs> I'm so intrigued about you know, other people in neighbor. I think you just are as a writer generally, but we all are. And it was also written during uh, a large part of it during lockdown. So I think there was even more sort of curtain twitching and like, yeah. what are the neighbors doing? Because we had nothing else to I know. Not really. I know, right? And also, we, we've, oh, I don't know about you personally, I became very, very much more aware of community because our yeah. worlds got smaller, didn't they? Definitely. Um, and so, actually, we sort of shrunk to the size of what a rear window kind of community was. Totally. And it's so strange to think back to that time. Absolutely. So, in a funny sense, you know, COVID is not mentioned in the book once. So, very much didn't want to write again, yeah, but, yeah. but it's sort of there in the tapestry of the book, I suppose. It's there in the background. It is a sort of lockdown novel. It's amazing talking to our long-listed authors how pretty much how all of the books, I think, or certainly most of them were written in that sort of awful time that we won't speak of. Yeah, and um, and what that has done yeah. to the to the books and whether the author has chosen to reference it or not. You know, I think it's yeah. it's quite a fascinating time to be talking about books that were published last year that, you know, are are actually written um in Thank 2020 you. yeah um and in 2020 we we couldn't have uh the festival in 2021 we came back a bit and everyone was a bit like this last year i was hugging anything that moved Me too. <laughs> this year it's just going to be glorious so what is it that you personally love so much about Fix and old peculiar festival I think it's just that sense of community um, uh, and community across the sort of crime fiction spectrum. So that's between authors, but it's also with readers. And it's yeah. just this sort of wonderful chance to kind of mingle and talk about books. And everyone reads everything. That's the thing I love about the crime fiction community. There's no sort of snobbery. You know, there's no sort of like, oh, this is my subgenre. That's yours. You know, we all <laughs> just love 
crime books <laughs> so it's sort of chance to all come together and really celebrate that um and yeah that's just what i love and it's also just um it's really exciting to be away from the desk and you know mingle and and see people and talk and it was just glorious last year it was such fun yeah, uh, really i think was. especially for having you know all been away from it um for too long well i'll be there on the lawn waving at you from the bar so i'm looking forward to seeing you in person lucy this year um, and if you're watching and you haven't got to the Paris apartment yet and you, you like the sound of that, well, you can purchase it right now, if you like, from our friends at Waterstones. And once you've read it, you can vote for it to be on our shortlist. All you have to do is visit HarrogateThinkstonCrimeAward.com before the 18th of May to cast your vote. Always lovely to see you, Lucy. Thanks for your time. And um, I'll see you in Harrogate. Thanks. See you there. Thanks so much, Joe. Cheers.